Hey there! Welcome to a quick mini-sode of the Guys with Feelings podcast, where two guys discuss the ideas, influences, epiphanies, and yes, the feelings that make them better men. My name is Jamin Yee. And I'm Gabe Rose. And for today's show, we're trying something a little different. Our first ever mini-sode, a quick conversation about one interesting topic, experience, or pop culture moment that we wanted to discuss with our Guys with Feelings community. We're going to experiment with doing a few of these over the coming months, so drop us a line anytime at guyswithfeelingsshow at gmail.com to let us know what you think about them. And uh, today's mini-sode is going to be all about spiritual retreats. Um, Jamin, I know that you went on your first ever 10-day spiritual retreat recently yep. in Spain, of all places. In Spain. And would love to hear a little bit about how that went. Oh, man. It was such an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, there's this uh, there's this uh, non-dual um, spiritual teacher that I'm a huge fan of. And uh, she was doing a retreat out there and a bunch of things just randomly lined up. And I was like, oh, there's a cheap plane ticket out here. I've got a bunch of money saved up for the Burning Man trip that I decided not to go on this year. And yeah, I would love to sit with this teacher for a while. So I guess I'm going to Spain. <laughs> and... I went, um, and it was it was beautiful. It was in the mountains of this small town called Orjiva in Spain, and um, it was so beautiful. I, I don't think I've ever been in, like in a retreat center like as beautiful as this. It mm. was like this hippie couple created the entire thing themselves with their with their bare hands over like the last five years, and it's just like just these beautiful like wooden structures and like. Um, amazing vegan and vegetarian food that them and like volunteers and their son would make. And it felt like this like, like beautiful, like five star like experience, but with like, just like this, like, you know, made from home, made from love kind of like feel. Mm. And, um, and you know, I just, I woke up every day with like the sun shining and I could just like see like the most beautiful vista of like all these like cliffs and like, you know, this, yeah, just the mountains in front of me and I'd wake up and like do a little yoga by myself, do some stretching. I'd like walk up this huge hill to get breakfast and I was like, oh, why don't I, why don't I just like run up the hill and get like a little workout? And I just started getting to the habit of like, yeah, just like using my body and like, um, just like really enjoying like moving and, and, and like, yeah, just kind of like just being still and quiet and spending a lot of time to myself. And man, it was like exactly exactly what i needed sounds great it sounds great <laughs> so i think that um so 10 days feels like a long i've never been on a 10 day retreat yeah. it feels like an intimidatingly long time to be on a retreat you don't even know who's going to be there right sounds like it could get really boring um sounds like if you like regret being there you'd feel sort of like trapped so tell me like what having now done you've probably done some one or two day retreats and now you did a 10 day why 10 days why that length like what how did you feel shifts through day like four, five, six, seven, eight that you didn't feel on sort of one or two day retreats? Yeah. So I, I've done a bunch of weekend retreats before, but I, yeah, it's something about that, this idea of 10 days just like really called to me. Hmm. And um, I think like, especially this past year, uh, 2017 was like super um, busy. It was just like, there's so much happening. I felt like every moment of every day, like go, 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 go. And so like the idea of like, you know, going away for a weekend, I was like, oh, that, that would be nice, right? Going away for like maybe a five-day weekend or something. Okay, that that would be even cooler. Ten days was like, 
yes. Like I, I just, I wanted space and like some time to breathe and some time to just like chill and yeah. like be with myself. Um, and what was the experience? Like how did the experience change over time, over the course of the retreat? Yeah. I mean, it just, I, to me, I just felt like it just like, I just got more and more peaceful and just became more and more content. You know, like the first few days, I think I'm still a little bit in like normal, like city travel mode. And you're kind of like in this go, go, go mode. Your mind is still kind of calming down. Um, and by, by the end, like I was just so content to do nothing. And, mm. and just to give listeners an idea, like this wasn't like a, a Vipassana retreat where you're like meditating eight hours a day in complete mm. silence the whole time. It wasn't that intense. Like this teacher, her name's Lisa Cairns. Uh, she's, she's young. She has this really fun, vibrant energy. She's, um, really interesting. Um, and so, you know, like she would just kind of be spontaneous. Like we'd start the mornings, with, like a little morning meditation. And then, you know, sometimes she'd answer like questions. Sometimes she would like go do like one on work with people that almost felt like kind of like a kind of a intense, like therapy kind of experience. Um, but you know, for most of the days we're, we're silent, like outside of our like sessions with the teacher. Mm. And then at dinner time, like we're able to like talk and like hang out. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Like most of the day you're kind of in this meditative, like kind of quiet space. And then at dinner time, you can get to hang out and meet like these amazing people from all over the world who are here. Um, so it definitely wasn't boring. Um, but by the end of like, you know, my, by day seven, eight, nine, I remember just feeling like so content with so little like mm. i could just i would just be sitting there just like watching the sunset and just just felt like just felt so good and so mm. peaceful and you know just eating my meals in silence just walking around slowly like it was just all like i felt like by quieting my mind by slowing everything down this, my my inner sensitivity got turned up and mm. like yeah, right. Just walking around was like filled with like so much sen sensations and sounds and sights and like everything felt like it was just more vivid and and calm and good. Yeah, <laughs> it just felt things yeah. felt good. It yeah, just felt good. Yeah. I think I remember you saying when when you got back that you had the experience. You know, you're like sitting around doing nothing. Like in our normal lives, we almost all of us have this instinct. It's like we don't even think just to reach for our phones. Yes. We have like dead time. Just like if you have three seconds you're sitting down the toilet or just anything with three or more free seconds you just reach for your phone like unthinkingly yeah i think i remember you saying that just that just went away yeah yeah it did and then as soon as i got back into the city life i remember right. like being back in the airport it started to slip away and it really started with the phone like yeah. I like I spent 10 days where I'm just like, man, I'm just like so just happy with life. Just like chilling, sitting on this cushion, sitting yeah. on this cushion, looking around, going on a walk like, man, life is good. And then I'm back in the airport and I'm like, you know, I should maybe check my phone. I, you know, I wonder if I got any texts or anything. I don't know what's happening on Facebook. And then all of a sudden, like in like no time, in like five or 10 minutes, like. I'm like back into that old state of mind where I'm like constantly like I'm like browsing Twitter and like, like looking at like Reddit a posts like a junkie literally <laughs> and I was like addicted and like I would put my phone down and I could feel this itching it was like just being wasn't good enough anymore just yeah. sitting or just like hanging out wasn't enough I was like where's where's my next fix oh there must be something going on and there must be something happening in the world I need to know about like uh, are there some messages for me like it was crazy mm. and like that contrast made it very clear for me. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it is super important that 
um, first of all, that I go on more retreats, <laughs> that I, I, I take this break away from crazy monkey mind mode, from crazy mm-hmm. city do, 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 do mode. Um, and reconnect with that, like, just like that contentness, right? That, mm. that peace and, uh, uh, and calmness of just like enjoying regular life as it is. Um, but yeah, but it also like seeing that, that shift, like I was like, okay, I need to be more aware of this in my daily life. Also, I mm-hmm. need to like find ways to counter this. I need to find ways to cultivate more of this like space and peace in my daily busy city life. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's in my in my limited experience. That's like a real challenge of retreats, or you know, even something like Burning Man that like replicates some aspect right, of retreats. Right. Is like you go so far down one end of the spectrum, and then you come back, and inevitably you wind up readjusting to normal life. And that sort of that glow and that energy, that connection with yourself, that sense of presence, yeah, not with the sense of like not even missing your phone. It all right. goes away, yeah. yeah, and so it can be hard. It can it can feel eventually you sort of have this high coming off the retreat mm-hmm. and then as it fades you start to crash a little bit and think oh like now I've lost it all like I don't um, was that even worth it yeah. did that even make sense if I'm just going to go back to being exactly what I was so I'm curious how you've navigated that challenge the sort of come down and the <laughs> loss of all those things that felt so good while you were on the retreat. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in it right now. <laughs> okay, great. Tell us about <laughs> but, it. But yeah, but like, uh, yeah, you know, I think that's that is one of almost like the the quote unquote dangers of a retreat is like mm-hmm. you can get you can get addicted to that that high of of being like you know like cut off from everything like being kind of forcibly removed from all this stuff and like and can't even find the stillness. But eventually, you're gonna return to normal life. I mean, you don't have to. You, you could go be a go monk. Be monk. Yeah, right. yeah, like go live on a cliff for the rest of your life. But most of us like want to return to, uh, you know, our careers or families or friends. Um, and there's a lot of great things to be had from these busy things. And for me, like the journey, I feel like starts when you get back in a way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like the, yeah, the retreat so is a, is an amazing reminder. It's amazing. Like, uh, perspective gaining, right? Like, Oh shit. I didn't even realize I was in crazy addicted seeking mode yeah. until I was like literally cut. I was like, it was like, you know, rehab for 10 days. I was just like cut off, going through withdrawals. Yeah, I got over it. Yeah. And and then coming back into it, like there's this awareness now. And like now I'm aware, like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, I'm picking up my phone and like, and I'm remembering like, oh, I remember what it felt like when I, I wasn't seeking this and didn't want this. And for me, like the journey has been just like continually asking myself and figuring out like, okay, how can I carve out more of this that find that feeling and, and get a few steps closer to that peace I felt in my daily life here. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that's been super helpful, which you've talked about in the podcast before, but was really like curtailing my phone use, Yeah. <laughs> making my phone screen black and white. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, like uh, put installing apps like moment, which tells you how, like how many hours you're actually using your phone and helps track it. Hopefully minutes, not hours. Hopefully yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and like setting habits for myself. Like I, I really try not to check social media until like after dinner or so. Mm, um, that's a good habit. And like, yeah, like put your phone down or leave it when you like, let's say go out for a run or, you know, go somewhere for 15, 20 minutes. Like, you don't, yeah. you don't need it on you all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and carving out those habits has been really helpful and, and like lots of other things you know, yeah. too. Like, yeah. uh, setting an amazing, like start, I started after I came back, I started like 
I was like, I want to just keep this amazing morning routine I was doing and like just do that in my city life. And, and I've been like waking up early in San Francisco, um, and like starting my day, like going on like a quick little run or like a jog if I'm not, you know, feeling like, like it. And then doing a little stretching in the park. And then I'll just sit and, you know, I guess you could call it meditating, but it really is just like sitting and just being and just like looking around and just chilling, um, and journaling a little bit in a notebook. Um, and doing that like for the first hour of my day has been so awesome. It's yeah. like, it really is, does connect me again with like, ah, okay. Like I'm starting my day in this like relaxed, like content, just like chill place. And, um, and I feel like kind of like reconnecting with like, I think what feels to me like really important to me and what feels foundational to me. And then from there, I launch into the business of my day, but like I have that anchor and I can yeah. kind of keep pulling back to it throughout the day, keep referencing it yeah. throughout the day. Um, so that's been really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, no, that, that, a lot of that really resonates. I mean, a lot of my perspective on this comes from the, the little weekend retreat I did yeah. back in, in February of 2017, which I think I talked about on, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, I think my two main takeaways from that was one, you know, it was just a 48 hour thing, but I went on my own and I'd never done something like that before. And I'm not a super regular meditator. It was like a meditation retreat of the Buddhist um, monastery. And I'm not Buddhist. Um, and so I was a little um, scared about the length. I was like, Oh, like a, a weekend. <laughs> this, you know, this is like, feels like a long time to be somewhere like on your own and like a new experience. You don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah. And like halfway through, I was like, Oh my, this is way too short. This is way, way too short. <laughs> I could like, as I could start to feel like little shifts happening, I was like, Oh, like it just, it clicked for me. Like, this is why a 10 day, there was the time I was there, there were people there that were finishing up a three month retreat. And when Oof. I first met them, I was like, that sounds insane. <laughs> and by the end of the weekend, I was like, Oh, I could see the value in three months. So I'm not going to yeah. do three months, but five or 10 days I would love to be able to do um, right. because the type of shifts you can have are just totally, totally different. That weekend was tremendously valuable for me, but it's just a different character to retreat. If you can get sort of, I think five to 10 days. Totally. And then the second aspect, which relates to what you were just saying is just, um, I came out of it in an almost euphoric state. Yeah. I felt so good. I'd never felt that connected to myself. Like yeah. when I walked in the house, <laughs> Sarah, my wife, was just like, you just look and feel totally different. And I just know, I just, because she was feeding back to me, I, could just, I was just like a different person. Yeah. For like weeks after that retreat. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and then it faded. Yeah. And it was, man, that crash was really hard. Oof. I was like, because I, because I thought that like, oh, I've like found this new right. plateau. Like this retreat has sent me off in this new direction and now i'm a different person and so when that started to fade it felt really hard oh yeah and painful because i was like wait i thought i thought i reached some new height that i was going to stay at and now i'm losing i'm quote unquote losing it you know um and so yeah learning to navigate that and i'm really excited to do another for a while i was like i don't know if i should keep doing retreats because of that up and down but now i crash from the high was like so painful yeah and then you're just like what's the point right um but now i think that um I think I can see how you can understand there's going to be a high and then mm-hmm. there's going to be a little bit of a crash afterwards eventually at some point. But if you're not married to like, oh, I want to keep the vibe or the feeling or I want to take bottle up how I was the day after retreat and right. just stay that way. But instead, just A, use it as a check-in and then right. B, just like 
think about underlying lessons that you learned and try to weave those into your regular life. Not trying to make right. your regular life like a retreat because right. that just won't work. It's impossible. It's, it's not possible. Yeah. I'm not even sure it's desirable if right. you could do it. Right. But instead trying to dig a layer deeper into the foundational aspects of what made the retreat so great and try to adapt some of those ideas, like your morning routine, but it could be any other. Right. There's a million different approaches you take. You just try to think about your specific life and what specific things will actually work well for you to incorporate aspects of like retreat life into your life. And then you'll eventually lose those too. Right. And it's great to go back on another retreat. Right. In my opinion. Totally. But, but yeah, I think that's a really good point. Like don't get so tied to like the specific, like experience, like how you felt like just coming off of it or the place that you got to there. Like don't get tied to those States. Right. Like it's, it's actually, it's the bigger picture than that. You know, the state is actually almost, I feel like a bit of a distraction or a sideshow. Like it's fun, but like, the real work, what's happening is like, are like, I feel like these more subtle, like kind of epiphanies, more even just um, realizing like, just like awareness kind of things, right? Like even realizing like, oh, like I didn't, I didn't realize I was like thinking so much or I didn't realize I was addicted to my phone. And like, yeah. and then coming back into your life and integrating these like small things, which will inevitably like push your life forward and shape it in interesting, like, and forward moving directions, yeah. you yeah. know, like. It's more like if you look at the long-term picture, like if right after you come back from a retreat, if you're just looking at like, you know, that specific week or two, um, and then you see the your rise and fall, like you're like, well, I failed. Yeah. But I bet if you looked at the long-term picture, like, actually, I know for sure, like even your weekend retreat, like even though you lost the high from that, like, look, you still have a black and white phone right now. That's true. Like, I, I've, yeah. Weird, but true. Yeah. And I, I like, and I feel like. Just like influences, like I, I know, like you've made it much like a higher priority to like explore meditation and like and to carve out more experiences, whether it's camping or future retreats that like that will help give you kind of that more of that perspective, like like the bigger picture, like yeah, just just keeps going even after the high fades away. Yeah, 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 and I think like recognizing that, I totally agree, and like at can help me in the future have less pain from losing the high yeah, and less like attachment to the high and more sort of recognition yeah. of, of like the more subtle, but very, very important changes. Totally. Um, I'm curious how you're thinking about retreats moving forward. So do you want to make this an annual thing to do a 10 day retreat? Do you really want to keep working with this one teacher? Do you want to try a bunch of other teachers? Like what, what, uh, how are you thinking about retreats in the future? Yeah. So you know me, I don't, I don't like to plan <laughs> too much. Like, um, even with like the teachers I'm into and stuff, like it's always changing for me. Like, mm. I, I don't even know, you know, six months from now, if I'll still be into this teacher, mm. a good chance I will be, but, um, I do know for sure that yes, I, I want more retreats or, or retreat like experiences in mm. my life. Um, I think something like, you know, five, seven, 10 day, kind of break from your normal life um, at least once a year, I, I think would be super, super helpful. Yeah. I feel like I, I'd be stupid not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so. I like the once a year thing too, because you sort of like, it's easy. It's always easy to avoid it. It's like, it's time, it's right. money. It's like you, it takes a lot of energy to push over the inertia of like, I'm going to leave my life for a week and go do X, Y, Z retreat. Right. Um, but if you, if you have this commitment to doing it once a year, 
then you'll just do it because it's what you do. Right. Right. Like it helps get you past the should I or shouldn't I. You're like, oh, well, I need to do one this year. So I'll pick this one. Totally. Yeah. Um, it almost feels like it's just like hygiene. At a yeah. Like, right. You know, like it's a hygiene for like your mental, like emotional health. Yeah. Um, but also like I want to build in like, you know, maybe not 10 day experiences, but like smaller experiences like that throughout my year. You know, mm-hmm. like um, right now, actually, like I'm, I'm craving that kind of experience again. So I've been like looking for just something I could just do for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like the biggest outdoors. I'm not you. I, I don't feel comfortable like taking off for a backpacking trip or even like a tent camping trip for the weekend. But I was like, oh, like actually you recommended it to me. Like Gabe was like, dude, I, I was just reading an article about like, you know, you can just like rent a tiny home, like a tiny house, like in the woods and like just be there for like a weekend with all the facilities you need. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that sounds perfect. Um, so like I'm, I'm looking on Airbnb, I'm like researching and, and I'm really hoping like in the next few weeks, you know, sometime like mid or late January, like I want to book one for a weekend. I just want to get out there, have no phone reception. And a solo thing. Just, just like a solo own, thing yeah. on my own. Like probably just do a lot of reading, writing, walking around, like even thinking about it right now, just like, gets me really excited. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah. So, you know, wh- I think one of the great things about this retreat is it's it it's gotten me addicted <laughs> to that feel like I, it 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 felt so good to have that peace and break from like that go 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 life that mm. I can't help but not seek it right now. I'm like, mm. how do I find that? Like I want to yeah. figure out more ways. And yeah, I want I want to find more stuff, you know, do more retreats, maybe some camping trips, you know, and like maybe like a few of us could go off for a camping trip soon. Um, maybe some other ceremonial type retreats, um, to- like done tons of different kinds of things, but like, yeah, I'm just, it's, it's something that I am actively like looking for and wanting to bring into my life. And I think that's one of the greatest gifts that, that this 10 day retreat could give me and will have ramifications, I'm sure for the next few years, decades, rest of my life. Yeah. I really like that. The idea I heard there was like really expanding the idea of a retreat beyond just like, Oh, something with a teacher that you sign up for that's two or seven or 10 days, but just thinking about what is a retreat like, and then trying to find lots of, lots of different types of experiences, camping, Airbnb or solo sort of like hotel trips, just, experiences that replicate the aspects of that you liked rather than needing to find something that's called a retreat per se, but just building your own retreats in whatever way works best for you in your life. Yeah. Just so you could maximize the amount of like retreat quote unquote time that, that you have in a way that works for you. Totally. Like in a way, like my little morning routine where I go off to the park and I (laughs) do a little stretching and then I sit and journal like, it's kind of actually like a little mini morning retreat every morning. <laughs> it's like how I'm like getting my day started. And um, I'm looking forward to like finding more and more spaces like this throughout the rest of my life. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'd recommend it to anyone. And I'm sure you would you would do the same. Yeah. And it's interesting. I think like like a year ago, like, okay, so like maybe 10 months ago, yeah. right after I went on my retreat, I would have grabbed someone by the shoulders <laughs> and shaken them and be like, you need to do a retreat like this. It's so great. Someone who was like interested. Yeah. Um, and then maybe six months ago when I was like, just felt the crash from it. <laughs> I don't think I would have been like, yeah, yeah, it was great. But like, I lost it. Like I didn't. And now I've sort of come a little more full circle on it um, with a different perspective and feel like, 
I really, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to do more. And I think for people interested in it, I would definitely recommend people explore them, whatever retreat like sort of means to them. But, yeah, yeah. but sort of for, for sort of different reasons, like right afterwards, I was recommending it because it sort of put me on a real high. And mm. I was like, highs are fun and everyone should have highs. So like <laughs> that was more through that lens. But now it's less about that uh, necessarily temporary high and more about the more subtle underlying shifts that I'm excited to get from right. retreats in the future. The, the, the more stu- the more durable things. Yeah, and the perspective shifts, and yeah. just how valuable it can be to just take a step outside of your normal life for a second and then come back. Yeah, and like just the awareness that comes with that. Yeah, so awesome. Yep. Cool. Well, that'll do it for this mini sode. Uh, what'd you guys think? Loved it? Hated it? Suggestions for the next one? Shoot us an email at guyswithfeelingsshow at gmail.com and let us know. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. time.